Located just north of the Golden Gate Bridge, Sausalito is a town of roughly 7,000 people. Both mansions and cottages stack its hillsides, and the heralded houseboat community fills the waters of Richardson's Bay. Through conversations with fishermen, librarians, longtime locals, and first-time tourists, each episode of Dock of the Bay explores Sausalito through the voices and perspectives of its people. You're listening to Dock of the Bay, Stories of Sausalito, a collection of audio insights into one Bayside city. I'm your host, Molly Cox. The three most commonly found words in the Visitor's Center comment book are beautiful, quaint, and lovely. Combined, they appear more than 400 times in comments dating back to 2006. This beautiful essence of Marin. Beautiful vistas. Seems very quaint. It's very beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Those words, beautiful, quaint, lovely, are most often directed towards the views of Sausalito, the charming streets, stairway walks, and the commanding sight of Richardson's Bay that, as you climb higher and higher up the hills, expands to include glimpses of the East Bay, Treasure Island, Angel Island, Tiburon and Belvedere, and to the north, San Francisco's iconic skyline. They say it's a million-dollar view, and that's not true because it's priceless. The views of Sausalito exist in a lot of hyperbole. They're considered world-class, one in a million, and windows are often the main feature of homes, both on the hillsides and on the water. The thing that sold us on this place when we were house hunting was uh, a huge, sweeping, uh, floor-to-ceiling sliding glass doors that look out across a broad expanse of the bay to Mount Tam. We have a really great view. Um, we're sort of perched high up uh, in the valley there that, uh, that Edwards cuts across, and we can see all the way to Angel Island, uh, far off to the right, um, kind of the mouth of Richardson's Bay, just a, a hair of the trident um, and uh, much of Belvedere. Geographically, the city of Sausalito is situated in the foothills of Mount Tamalpais, and homes stack the hillsides and flow down to the shores of Richardson's Bay. Local garden designer Tom Wilhite describes it further. There's a lot of very steep and winding streets in Sausalito. Uh, the topography is very steep. Many houses have one floor on the hill and then tall, tall stilts, like three-story stilts, all the way down to the bottom floor of the property. Because of this, the homes on the hillsides are sometimes structured in bizarre ways. Garages can be located above living rooms. And it's not uncommon to have to look down to see what passes for a front yard. Actually, my bedroom window is pretty nice because I look out, and just beneath the window, uh, there's a Japanese maple, which is lovely to look at in just about all seasons. Right next to it, there's a like a 75-year-old camellia that my landlord's father planted. So it's this very old camellia tree. And then those sort of do a good job of blocking out the rooftops nearby. Because of the steepness, the hill people of Sausalito are concerned not only with their neighbors side to side, but also with neighbors whose homes are above or below them. When, over time, trees or bushes planted by neighbors below start to grow, foliage can start to be a problem when the growth extends from one property into another sightline. For those that have access to it, the view from a treasured bedroom window can provide a lot of things. A backdrop for a morning coffee, a point of meditation, a space for aesthetic appreciation, and inspiration for a watercolor painting or an iPhone snapshot. 
the view that we have is is about 270 degrees of great stuff. The extra 90 is the freeway behind us. But everything else, we see Mount Tam to the left. Straight out, we see Strawberry Point, Tiburon. Off to the right, we see uh, more water. In the foreground are houseboats. The view becomes personal. And when that view is threatened, something that started out as a source of beauty can very quickly get ugly. Thus enters the Sausalito Trees and Views Committee. Trees and views. It sounds innocuous, but it can get pretty ugly. In the book Sausalito, A Moment in Time, the caption of a 1900s photograph of Central Avenue states, Trees in Sausalito have always been controversial. At first, it was the lack of them that prompted widespread planting of oak, bay laurel, pine, and cypress trees. As the trees grew to maturity, blocking cherished views, tree cutting became a volatile issue. Fast forward to a police report taken in the spring of 2014. Tree trimming. 600 block of Locust Road. A resident called 911 to report his neighbor's gardener cut his trees at 2.05 p.m. The Trees and Views Committee consists of five members that meet monthly at the City Hall Council Chambers. Tom Wilhite, a local garden designer and current Trees and Views Committee member, explains it further. There is a committee here that uh, arbitrates claims uh, between neighbors who can't settle it you know, on their own or who want to bring it before the body. And, of course, people are very attached to the trees in their gardens. But, unfortunately, trees grow and they can obscure the view of neighbors. So someone buys a house for the million-dollar view. Five years later, they don't have a view anymore because the neighbor's tree has grown up. The view debate, of course, is part aesthetics, part real estate values. The greater the view, the greater the cash value of your home. And in Sausalito... It can get pretty dicey. It can get pretty contentious. And so before going straight to the courts, they come to the Trees and Views Committee, and we try to suggest a workaround, maybe pruning of the tree. And then our findings are taken as a starting point if they do go to court and then move on from there. But uh, it can get pretty emotional in there. We've had a packed room. We sit in the city hall chambers. There have been like 50 people in there, two teams of lawyers, you know, tearful pleas for their beloved trees and someone else saying, I just lost, you know, if I try to sell my house now, it's worth half what it was with that view. So it's a trip. If you're having a disagreement with your neighbor about vegetation on his or her property, which obstructs your view, the Sausalito Trees and Views Committee recommends the following three steps. 1. Obtain an arborist's report regarding the tree or shrub, including a recommended solution to the view obstruction. 2. Send the report to the tree owner, along with the written notice which outlines your concerns and the recommended solution. 3. If you and the tree owner can't reach an agreement, you must send him or her a written notice requesting mediation. If the matter has not been resolved after these steps, you may file a view claim with the city. Sausalito isn't the only town to establish protocol for dealing with the balance of tree heights and view accessibility. The neighboring cities of Tiburon, Belvedere, and El Cerrito also have ordinances protecting the views although sometimes homeowners use a workaround in order to sidestep court battles. Famously, in 2012, headlines were made when a Belvedere couple tore down a $4.2 million mansion next door in order to have a better view of the bay. 
Outside the Bay Area, in the coastal California city of Del Mar, there exists the Vegetation View Blockage Committee, whose purpose is described as, quote, to acknowledge the benefits derived from trees, scenic views, and plentiful sunlight, and to balance the goal of maintaining each of them when possible. In Denver, Colorado, the Mountain View Ordinance restricts building heights to protect panoramic views of the Rocky Mountains and the Denver downtown skyline from specific areas within the city. In Oregon, in Portland Code 33.44, scenic vistas are protected through the establishment of height and length limits on structures and vegetation within specific view corridors. Natural beauty and access to that beauty is an intensely personal experience. It can act as a double-edged sword, though, that hinges on feelings of ownership over public domain. In Sausalito, the spectacular nature of the views means that careful measures need to be taken to protect them. For those interested in experiencing a meeting of the Trees and Views Committee firsthand, live webcasts are available via the City of Sausalito's website, ci.sausalito.ca.us. This episode has been a production of Radio Sausalito. Special thanks to Abbott Chambers, Larry Clinton, Al Ekstrom, and Court Mast for describing their favorite views, to Tom Wilhite for his information on the plant life of Sausalito, and also for his descriptions of the Trees and Views Committee. I'm your host, Molly Cox. Be sure to tune into Dock of the Bay, Stories of Sausalito, next week for more Sausalito Insights.